Welcome to the beer aisle with all of its colorful cans, bottles, and boxes. It's one big marketing game, and expensive doesn't always mean good. And that's why we're always on the hunt for good swill. Our team of experts includes industry insider Brian, who guides us through the beer world. Better equipment and better ingredients. And our easy-to-please outsider Matt, who takes us into his world. From about 18 to 30, I retired. <laughs> and I hitchhiked across the United States a couple of times. And I'm your host, Blaine, once again trying to keep this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. Welcome, guys, to Good Swill Hunting. Again, yeah, we try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. And it is great to be back. We are well into October. We got Halloween just around the corner. And I got to say, I had a blast on our last few episodes having Rick Speed on. Thank you, Rick. Uh, we, we had a good time with, with the mailman. We should bring him back. I think we should. Yeah, he was fun. The <laughs> beer swizzling craft beer aficionado. I know. I was beer the- influencer. I felt like I'm supposed to be the industry insider. I felt like I was taking a, a, a backseat to him because of his <laughs> just, I mean, he has a, a very well trained palate and, and his just. The way he dissected that beer was very impressive. I was going to say he was very formal about trying the beer. He he did the whole like taste test, like you know, almost yeah. like a, like a, like a wino, like swishing it around in his mouth, and he was just like you know pondered it for a second. And you know, Matt, you're you're the opposite. You just you'll you'll just chug it. You know, open throat, just <laughs> pour it down. Easy there, killer. Yeah, I know. Had to move that mic a little closer to our friend Matt over here. He's always been a big fan of deep throating. Now, Matt, what have you been up to, man? I've been up to a whole lot of nothing. A whole lot of nothing. Just, Ryan, how about you? Yeah, just enjoying the fall. Just enjoying the fall. Well, here we are. We're back uh, falling in place to our good swill. <sighs> and, uh, you know, uh, we got Halloween just around the corner, and we're doing something a little different. We're not going to do the Halloween episode this year. Um, and instead we're going to keep it rolling, bringing in different mm, beers here mm, and trying it. <laughs> That's right. A year ago we did our Halloween episode and we had. So that's set on loop for some reason, but I checked it and it's not set on loop. So, but it's looping itself. I don't, I don't understand. Anyway. Are we going to do an outtakes? We should do outtakes. We totally should. Three, two, one. Yeah, so a year ago we did our Halloween episode. We had we had owls in the background. And deer. So cool. <laughs> oh, and a lawnmower. There's a lawnmower too. There was a lawnmower. But it, it was a very entertaining listen, I think. Um, we we did what four beers that, and we did like a best of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. We tried some pretty horrible ones. We, um, we did, and I had to work that night, so I was not happy. <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't pound them. Well, we made it happen, and uh, we've gotten lots of great feedback um, on our episodes with Rick Speed. Um, you know, he's got quite a following here in Charlotte and, uh, a lot of people are listening in and we thank you. And, uh, Rick, thank you for uh, driving those listeners to tune in and appreciating what we do, which is, uh, you know, we're willing to try some pretty awful stuff so you can go to the store and buy some, some cheap stuff. That's good. Like what I'm eyeing right now. It looks yes. terrible. Um, well, I don't know. It depends on what you define as terrible. Uh, Matt's looking at a massive can. Well, you know me and massive cans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week we are trying Foster's. That's right, the stuff that you drink at Outback Steakhouse uh, in a massive. Uh, what is this? A twenty-four ounce can? They call it the oil can because that's kind of what it resembles. It does resemble an oil. Can. It does. It does look like an old-fashioned oil can. And, and I think um, that's what their subsidiary that brews it in the United States is. They call it oil can brewing. I think. Um, 
that's fitting. Um, well, t- that's not a beer. <laughs> this is a, a beer, beer, mate. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. It's got the kangaroo on the can. I'll let Matt describe the can here in a little bit. But yeah, this is uh, this is generally known as an Australian beer. A lot of people associate it with Outback Steakhouse. It's actually brewed out of Fort Worth, Texas. Um, it is four dollars for two twenty-five ounce cans. We each have our own twenty-five ounce can of Foster's beer on our podcast desk right now because Matt, uh, when I brought this up as a as a possibility to try, you said. Am I going to have my own can? Right, because I'm tired of sharing with you guys. I mean, <laughs> Brian's backwash really kind of brings down the flavor. And me, I'm afraid I'm going to have to pee mid-episode like that one we had a few uh, months ago where we had to get our uh, social media person to sit in the seat at the end because I literally was about ready to wet myself. That's uh, a lot of liquid to go through the body, folks. I, I don't, I'd be surprised if I get through half of this can by the end of this episode. Uh, but you know what the thing is? Foster's is cheap. It's, again, $4 for uh, two. That's right. It was two for four uh, of these 25. So it was on sale, but still, I think generally it's pretty cheap. Um, You know, we're looking at eight cents an ounce. Users on Untapped gave it a 2.78. And uh, Untapped described it as that Foster's truly embodies the Australian no worries attitude to life. It is an easy drinking lager that is perfectly balanced with moderate vanilla tasting notes and no hard edges or bitter aftertaste for perfect refreshment but one untapped user said it's just as shitty as last time but hey it was cheap so there you go have have any of you tried a fosters outside of outback restaurant um, I feel like I tried one a really long time ago and um, I just barely remember how it tasted yeah, it's it's been thirty years for me. Thirty years, at least. <laughs> yeah, I I would like my dad would always get them at Foster's or Foster's at Outback. So I I then when I went to Outback and was of legal age, I would get one. Uh, but the only time I drank it outside, outside of Outback, is in college, and you have a bunch of buddies, and you're trying different beers because you're trying to be cool and say I'm worldly and I'm drinking all this stuff. So we each brought a six pack, and somebody brought Foster's, and it, I hated this, hated it. In fact. I bonged it. I, I grabbed the big beer funnel and poured it down there. And <laughs> oh my gosh, I vomited right after that. So. It, really? It's kind of like one of those beers that you kind of bring as a as kind of a laugh, yeah. sort of, because it's just, you know, it's that it's that beer that touts itself as being Australian, but and we won't go too far down this, yeah. but it's kind of questionable if it is actually the Australian uh, beer. But uh, but in, on, on that note, on the Outback note, uh, there are lots of check-ins on Untapped from Outback drinking this beer. It was hysterical. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, does anybody drink this not at Outback in the United States? It makes me feel like a kid again because my hand is so small. And, <laughs> and what's what's the uh, what's the slogan? What's for, for what do they always say? Australian for beer, mate. Australian for beer. So. Australian for piss. So I, I apologize to our, our listeners in New South Wales. God bless you all. Um, but... Oh, I'm excited to try it. Matt, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's kind of the inspiration behind this beer is um, we have Australian listeners and they're they're regular listeners. Uh, We see their downloads. And first off, Thank you, uh, Down Under, on the other side of the world. Uh, for, right? For, it's for tomorrow listening. already there? I know. Or is uh, it yesterday? But yeah, we are pretty, tomorrow. We're pretty much trying this beer for you guys and down under because they can't really drink it down there they can't find it as i understand it yeah. they, they mock it 
Yeah, so they're going to learn what phosphorus tastes like through us. There you go. But I think, Blank, they are our second most listened country, right? Outside of the United States. They are. That's uh, awesome. And New South Wales, and thank you for listening. So so this, we are trying for you, but if you folks down there in Australia want something else for us to try uh, that we can somehow get in the United States or... You can somehow send it to us, possibly. I don't know if it would wow, make that, it here. That that's would be a, rough. That's a risk. Yeah. Uh, and it'd probably get pretty warm. But either way, if there's something else you recommend, please tell us. But this one is inspired by you, and we have some good soil advertising for this one. All right. Um, so before we get into all the uh, the fun stuff of this beer. Oh, we're going to do the ad uh, first? We're, we're going to do... Well, do you want to do the ad first? I want to drink some beer. Let's just do the ad first. How about that? Okay, let's do that. Here we go. Good day, mate. Now let's get one thing straight. You can't talk about Foster's beer without a guy like me speaking to you in a genuine Australian accent. Now hold on there, old chap. I happen to be a British linguist, and I do believe your accent is not genuine. In fact, I sense a bit of, how do I say, an American accent. And how many times have you been to the land down under? (laughs) Quite a few, actually. That Queen's English sounds pretty fake to me. Now hold on now. Listen to me. I believe each of you are faking your accent. Great. Now we have the South African with his two cents. I've had enough. I'm here to say Foster's is still Australian for beer. And it's a bloody good swell. There you go. I'm so confused (laughs) right now. Right? And I was expecting, this is the swell down under. Hey, that's what that's I like what, it. I like <laughs> it though. Oh, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll, we'll throw something like that in there. Um, so yeah, that's what we get on 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 short order. These commercials, you know, they're, they we pay a lot of money to have them produced and everything. Um, well, what do you guys think about uh, cracking these open and Matt describing the can for us? Uh, we've all seen a Foster's oh, yeah. can, but tell us tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, your classic blue, white, gold with a red F inside a an old golden O. There's a red kangaroo at the bottom. It says Australia's famous beer blend. Well, that means it's Australian all the way. And uh, what's it say here? My eyes aren't what they used to be. It says. Over um, 125 years ago during the summer of. 1888. 1888. The Foster. Brothers. Brothers gave. The thirsty people of Melbourne their first taste of true refreshment. Oh, young eyes. There you go. Hey, before you pop yours up, Matt, can you flip it over and see if there's a born on date or an oh, expiration yeah, date? Oh, yeah, good idea. <laughs> um, I'm seeing February 13th, 23. So it's that's pr- an old beer. That's the future. No, no, that that's the expiration date. Oh, oh, 2023 old uh, beer. It wasn't born then. 1323. <laughs> it was like wow. We, we didn't pregame that much, man. Come I, on now. I know there's an international uh, dateline when you go over there, but, you know, it's only I mean, a day or right. two you miss. I, I can open mine now. It looks like Brian's already had his first set. What, so. What's it like to hold this can in your hand? <laughs> went to the gym this morning. I don't know if I'm going to keep up with this. It, it is it is heavy to hold in your hand. It's a big beer. Um, all right. Well, um, it says Australia's famous beer brand, and uh, but officer, but, I only had one beer, <laughs> one twenty-five ounce beer. All right, let's uh, let's roll uh, first sip impressions. It's time for first sip impressions. Keep the first sips going and the swill flowing. You know we buy the cheap stuff. As little as five cents an ounce would keep us happy. Check out GoodSwillHunting.com and click donate. 
I love how we're going into uh, first sip impressions and I'm hearing woof. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that was from uh, our beer slob over here. Hey, hey now. All I, right. I embody that. All right, who, uh, who's going to start us off with first sip impressions? I, I, woof. I, I want the woof it. to well, go. No, I want to go one more time, one more round with this bad boy before I... I know it's not first sip then. It'll be second sip. Well, <laughs> first, sip uh, first sip impressions is relative. It's, it's usually actually like first five sips. There um, goes that, that beer bong that I had years ago of it. Um, I'll go. Uh, the reason why I asked Matt to check the date is I, I taste some apple in it. Which that's not a natural flavor for beer, um, which me means there's it was either old or something wrong with it. Um, it wasn't a very strong, but there's some appleness to it that I didn't like. Um, a little sweetness, and I'm finding that it finishes flat. Yeah, and if uh, so, I guess I'll go next. Um, it they said on Untapped it doesn't have like a bitter. Um, you know, aftertaste, but I, I disagree. I think it, it, that's a notable thing about it is it does have a little bit of a bitter aftertaste. Um, I'm glad we're drinking this as cold as it is because I couldn't imagine this any warmer. Uh, but I will say it's um, it's in the land of lagers for me. You know, those, those smooth kind of easy drinking things for the most part. Uh, Matt, what do you first take? You know, I, it's okay. I, yeah, the first one. He's making a face as he's saying the this. Fir- the first one kind of got me because I wasn't really expecting that, but it, it's lighter. You know, it, it's not. It is light. It's super light. Yeah, so I could I could drink these if I, uh, you know, and I think if you if you get through the first half of the can, I bet the rest of them just fly through you. <laughs> you know, it's like at that point your taste buds are shot, and We're looking at five point five percent. ABV on this. We're taking um, bets on who can finish this bad boy before the episode oh, ends. I, I, I'm not in that competition. Yeah, I got, I got money yeah. on Matt. Yeah. <laughs> How much? $100 yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. I feel like we got to get to the elephant in the room on this. Okay. Oh. This, this, we, we've all heard the Foster's commercials and, uh, you know, Australian for beer. And, yeah. uh, and it even says it's Australia's famous beer brand. Um, and, it says right on the can that it's brewed and packaged uh, under the supervision of Foster's Brands by Oil Can Breweries in Fort Worth, Texas. And it also says that it is brewed in the USA with U.S. and imported ingredients. So that's the million-dollar question. Why is this an Australian uh, beer as we know it in the U.S., but it is not brewed in Australia. And, and you guys were saying something about it may be even hard to get in Australia. What's it, going on with this? It is, to me, the perfect beer for Halloween because it is an American beer <laughs> disguised as an Australian beer. Dressing up as Crocodile Dundee? Oh, that's all this is. I mean, <laughs> that's not yes. a beer. This is a beer. Yes, the beer, the brewery itself, Foster's, was founded in Australia um, in 1888. But it was founded by two brothers that came from the United States of America. They immigrated there. Um, so they opened in 1888. Didn't do so well. They sunk a lot of money into it. It was uh, one of the first lagers produced, uh, mass produced in Australia. So they put a lot of money into refrigeration, a lot of money into ice to keep the beer cold so it could be drank as it should be. 
a year later, they sold it and moved back to the United States because it was just a terrible idea for them. Or, or were, it was a so botched they, business. Were they American? They were American, And they yeah. went to Australia. Yep. So they were there for, they moved there in 1886, opened the brewery in 1888. They boogied on out in 1889. So... Um, the fact that it wasn't even i gotta give them prop, i gotta give them props for at least going to australia but yeah <laughs> but in, in 1886 1886 it was still yeah. a penal colony back then wasn't it wasn't uh, it when, I, when did it become an, an i haven't been studying my world history yeah or, or australian history uh but it, so then it was bought by another brewery and then in 1907 five breweries merged together uh to form what is called carlton and united brewers also called cub and so Foster's back in 1907 was their premium brand. So it had some popularity for a while there. Um, in okay. 19, 1972, the beer was uh, came to the United States for the first time, and it was promoted by Paul Newman and Robert Redford um, and actually became the third most popular imported beer in the United States. Um, Cub was bought by S.A.B. S. Miller, which is South African Brewery Miller, in 2011. What? What year range was it popular? Was, is it? it you know, my research, it was it, be, it was popular until the 1970s is, is when it was popular. Okay. Um, and then in the 1970s, it, it died off. Um, and then it actually, they stopped producing it in 2002 in, in Australia. Really? Okay. So it, you could not, after 2002 until 2014, could not find Foster's Beer in Australia because it wasn't produced there. But it was brewed around the world by different partnerships, as we talked about Oil Can, yeah. which is actually brewed by um, Miller Coors. There you go. It always traces back to uh, Macro, eventually. Exactly. Um, but right now, so it was that premium beer, um, but right now, it, since it's been reintroduced into Australia, and even here, they are repositioning it as a budget beer. As that cheap swill. Oh, it's budget. Which is why you got it so cheap here. And that's what they're aiming for. Because in Australia, craft beer like here is becoming very popular. So they're trying to make, okay, we can't be premium because nobody's going to buy this. And also in Australia, even before craft beer, they're very um, they're very loyal to their regional breweries. And this was yeah. more of a national brewery. And so it really lost popularity because it wasn't regional. Um, and it kind of feels like... Really, uh, to boil it all down, it's like an American beer masquerading as an Australian beer, right? And the and, and the two most popular beers over there right now are, are Victoria Bitter and Carlton Draft. Um, those are the ones that are the most popular when you're when you're down under. Have any of you guys ever been to Australia? No, I. I'll I be would. On. I would love to go there. I would too, but man, I've been to South Africa. I've been to Thailand, and those flights were. Just grueling on the body. Oh, grueling on the on the uh, on the the bank account. I, I, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could fly that far. I want to. I really do. But man, that just kicks the shit. So if any of our Australian, of if any of our Australian listeners are uh, have some travel hookups, uh, we will come do a podcast in Australia. Um, if you hook us up, Matt, we'll even fly coach. We'll even fly. <laughs> nah, beam me, beam me up, Scotty. I need to be teletransported there. I'll like, tell you, I, I feel your pain because flying to Beijing was like 12 hours and it was just brutal. And coming home, I had the middle seat in the middle aisle yeah. of this 
massive. It, it is. It's like in the middle I finger. Mean, I sometimes feel like it would be so hundred percent worth it. Like I would love to go to the Australian Zoo. I would love to go to Sydney and and um, I would the love Opera to House. Check out yeah the Opera. I'd love to check out you know all the the surfing culture there. Like not that I would make it to this specific location, but Shipstern um, is a is a surfing location in Australia. That, take take that some bosun. Uh, yeah, take them. Oh, yeah. They'll kick you right out of there. They'll get you out of there. Uh, you probably get more trouble bringing boats in there than going there without a COVID test. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> That's still and a thing. And there's Bell's Beach that was featured in uh, Point Break, if you yeah. remember that movie. Yeah, Bell's Beach, mate, which actually was not Bell's Beach. Uh, where they filmed that? I think they filmed that in Malibu. Uh, in, yeah, Malibu. Well, some of it was Malibu in, in Washington State. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, uh, that's that's a really crazy story uh, on this beer. It, it's and, just, it, and it explains it very well because I've always known that this was not truly an Australian beer, but I didn't know really why it had this big Australian tie to it. Because and I'm sorry, who the hell drinks this outside of Outback Steakhouses? Because it's a novelty. Like, how many times are you like hanging out with your buddies? Like, hey, even before craft beer became around, like, well, hey, why don't you pick up a six pack of Fosters? Those are words that have never been said. <laughs> so, like, it's it's a it's novelty. It's a gag. It's good it's for Spence, wa- washing down a thirty dollars. It's steak. the Spencer's gift shop of beer, and don't insult a steak with this. Like, no, <laughs> no, don't serve this with steak. Of course, if you want good steak, don't go to Outback either. Okay. But you know, I was uh, like, who the hell still eats at Outback? They're actually people one of who our, drink Fosters. They're one of our new sponsors, by the way. So. I mean, they have <laughs> they have much better mixed mixed drinks than this. I know they have one that's called a Wallaby Damned. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Is Wallaby Darned? Oh, sorry. <laughs> can you say Can you say that on the podcast? I, yes, you I'll can find say, out next week. You can yeah. say you, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, um, Brian, thank you for giving us all that history on it. Uh, well, you guys want to do uh, last call on this beast? I don't know. I'm only halfway through mine. <laughs> Hold on. I will say, this is going down really smooth, and it's going down fast. Yeah. Giggity. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> like my prom date. Oh, I'm sorry, folks. All right, let's do last call. They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. All right, folks, uh, make sure your tray tables are in the upright position and uh, your seat belts are fastened. Uh, We are now uh, landing back uh, in the United States here. But before we land, we would like to hear you uh, give us a rating on uh, this uh, Foster's beer from the land down under. And if you have Which actually is not from the land down under. If you have a foster, but it is. I mean, that's where it started originally by Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in, confusing. In the, in the 1800s. I, I know. Oh, wait, wait, uh, wait. I'm going to make just a glimpse as that remember this, folks, for the next episode. So just remember. It. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, um, since I bought this stuff, I'll go ahead and read it. Um, where did you buy it, by the way? Uh, Publix. Publix. Yes. Okay. Bought it at Publix and it, it was on sale. I think it was it was like two for four or two for six something. It was eight, super crazy cheap. Eight cents an ounce. And, and you, you texted me two for four. So two for yeah. four. Okay. And I texted you right when I bought. That's it. why I wanted yeah. my own can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, split. Not, no, we're not getting no stingy on this. I'm not going to split a dollar beer with you. I, I will say. I mean, I'm sitting here drinking this. Like you know, we've had beers where I I, I will put it down and I'm done with it. 
and it's right. disgusting. Um, Boats it, this, a couple of times. Yes. There, there, yeah. There's so many beers we've had that I'm just like, I'm done. So, yeah, this is a big can, but after a little while, it just kind of tastes like water. Because we all like big cans. We all like them big cans. Um, especially Matt. So I, so untapped did a 2.78. feel like that was a little generous. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with a two and a quarter on this one. Um, I, I don't feel like it's offensive, uh, mm-hmm. but it's, it's just kind of, you know, maybe the story is kind of messing it up a little bit. Uh, the fact that they're trying to fool everybody that this is, you know, an Australian beer, um, and that it's like Australia takes this up as their beer. That kind of like sort of annoys me but, a little but bit. But do they? But or or but does corporate marketing take it on corporate as market? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what annoys me about it yeah. is, is corporate marketing does because it says Australia's famous beer brand, which there's some truth to that, as, Bri- as Brian said. A little bit true. But, but they kind of make it sound like this is Australia's. Here in America, um, this masquerades as like Australia's national beer. You know, they're, and, and, and we know it's not. They were actually. <laughs> they're actually sued. Oh, because, really? Because of this, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, oh, he, Brian pulled out his sheet. Again. Yeah. There's, and wait, there's more, folks. In 2015, the company was sued in the U.S. because it was not made in Australia because it had such a Australian for beer and Australia's beer. And then I mean, they look at the can and it says, clearly made in, in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> and, and they're really trying to own the Australian heritage. Like, one thing, Matt, is they... Um, they have a, a building picture, a picture of a building on the can, oh, and yes. it says Original Foster's Brewery, um, and I guess this exists from 1888 to 1907. So they're really trying to say, yes, no, 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 wait, we were really in Australia for a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but um, Matt, what's your, uh, are you ready to rate this? Oh, save me for last. I'm going to uh, okay. get oh. a couple more swigs in here. I, I, I can't wait, Brian. Yeah, I, I when I back in college when I um, put it through the beer funnel and just downed it as quick as I could, I I remember it being harsher uh, on the palate, um, and this is it's still five and a half, which is higher for a lot of these mass-produced lagers. They're usually about four to five percent. So and, and the flavor is not quite as harsh. Um, it's sweeter than I remember, which I don't know what I was thinking back in that college dorm room. Many many years ago, it does have a sweetness to it. Yeah, and what and I think that the adjunct in this, and it was hard to find for sure, but one of the articles I read said that, unlike many breweries that use rice or corn for their adjunct, this is uh, cane sugar. Oh really? Yeah. Oh interesting. And and okay. it, and one of the things I really wanted to test, um, and he hasn't given his opinion yet, um, but the hops they use are hops that are in the yeast they use are are meant to. Pr- prevent skunkiness and we know <laughs> from uh the episode two episodes ago um not pub beer was other one we did with mr speed um Mountain the, uh, pub pub beer or you're talking about rainier rainier remember matt oh, tasted yeah. skunk and we're all like there's no skunk in this <laughs> um so i was like huh uh but but you know you talk about the marketing of it and and, and when judging a beer i try to judge it by what it tastes like instead of the marketing because yeah, yeah we may say that this is a big corporately produced beer trying to masquerade as an australian beer but we also tasted a beer that was masquerading as a montana beer that really wasn't a montana that's true beer. you're talking and, about montucky which is and we which freaking is brewed, loved it's brewed in what is it brewed in milwaukee or yeah and, it, and, it, and it's montucky and yeah yeah but and, and we loved it 
That's this is true. This is true. But, and, but, they, but I took up with their. Remember, I took up with their marketing. I was like, it's just terrible. It's it's like, you know, the the a modern day PBR. They're just a, all part of pop culture. And and then they do they did try to like you know. Uh, kissing because we know a lot of stuff is made, you know, um, in Milwaukee, obviously. Yeah. But but they tried to make up for it by they donate something to their local causes. Uh, it's a good beer in in, in, in Montana. Well, all right. With all that said, I'm going to drop this as a two. It's not as bad as I remembered. Um, but I'll tell you one thing: I'm not going to do if I'm ever at an Outback Steakhouse again, which I doubt I ever will be, unless I'm stranded on the side of the road and that's all that's open. I'm not drinking this <laughs> with the a steak because it's not powerful enough to go with the steak. It would, to me, uh, a, a you know a, a yellow lager like this is just isn't it the pairing for a steak? There's so many better beers you could do with the steak, like a nice double IPA with a fatty ribeye is perfect because you get the hops going against the fat and it just melts in your mouth. This would just get it would get overpowered and it'd be like drinking water. Totally going off uh, on a tangent here, but this is brewed in Fort Worth, Texas, Speaking, which happens yeah. to be a place where you can get some of the most amazing steak ever. Yeah. Like Fort Worth. Mm. Like, oh my God, amazing steak. And this is brewed there. So when we're talking about steak, which is kind of funny. All right, Matt, I'm ready to hear it, man. What's what's Where are we at on this? I'll tell you what. I feel like, uh, who's the brewery on this again? It's... Uh, Oil can brewing, oil, oil can, can brewery out of Fort Worth, Texas. If these idiots are not brewing a Texas beer and putting it in a can this size, they're really missing out. Everything is bigger in friggin' Texas, dude. I think you touched on something really important there. Is that yeah? Why aren't more beers put in a can? Like you're drinking two beers here, right? Uh, it's better uh, than the tall can. What is the tall can supposed to fit in my cup holder in my car? It does. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I think it would, but come on. You know, we do not promote. We do not promote. Supposed to be shared. We do not promote drinking. It's supposed to be shared. It's not a regia. You know, it's not coming to me in a forty-ounce bottle. Okay, so Matt doesn't understand sharing. He wouldn't share a regia either. He'd be like, "Mm, "My precious." And and when he says it was a forty-ounce bottle, it's the regia is a thirty-two ounce. A table. It's a table beer, not a Matt. Okay, so. And then the other issue I have with it, seriously, I would love to see this in a six-pack holder. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Right? Like the – have you seen the meme of the 99 cans of PBR in the long box? Yeah. Yeah. I want one of those, too. And, and maybe that's when your friends would actually say, hey, man, on your way over, why don't you pick up a six-pack of Vosters? There you go. <laughs> right. I mean – I like it well enough. I'm going to give it a two and a half because two and a half. Yeah, Highest just because of all you know us. it's right in the middle. It's it's clean. It's it's drinkable, but uh, and it's cheap. It's real cheap. And I will say it's so much I like my prom date. <laughs> it, right. It is so much beer. Uh, this podcast has gotten more entertaining as we've gone on because this is so much beer. Because we would usually be done with a 12 ounce by oh. now. I'm so excited we actually are, we did this one because it's like a fabled beer. Yeah, and 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 yeah, okay, we've all probably had it, but have you ever heard it reviewed before? Have you ever read a review of it? No, no, no. That's why we do this. And yeah. I'm gonna give this a didgeridoo. <laughs> a didgeridoo, mate. Not hey, a didgeridoo. Uh, well, uh, to our Australian listeners, I apologize if we offended you with this beer. 
Um, but with, this is this is you offended him with that accent. I, yeah, I know. Jesus. Well, that's why we made maybe fun the of, commercial. We made fun of the accent in the commercial. I liked so, it. I liked yeah, the commercial a lot. Yeah, well, I I could have done minute work. Your you know, accident, no. so. or your accident. <laughs> your accident. There was an accident. <laughs> it's an assault. Uh, yeah, but no. Like seriously, uh, thank you to our Australian listeners. Um, because this idea was born from the fact that you all listen to our podcast. So thank you so much for that. Um, we have some exciting stuff coming up oh. uh, over the next several weeks um, as we roll into November. This year's flying by. Um, we are going to be trying a beer in a green bottle, Matt. Ooh. It's in a green bottle. and uh, I, I'm well aware it's in a green bottle. I'm we, the one that I, brought I it, you the, dumbass. Know, but, <laughs> be At least he didn't say dick. Hey, well, I, we didn't. We I just wanted to mention that it's in a green bottle because we haven't tried anything in a green bottle in a while. Uh, Van Stanken, I love Van Stanken. Oh, you went, you went, you went old school. Uh huh. I think it's the last that, thing we did on a green bottle is Van Danken. Really? Uh, I thought we did. We did. We did, we did the non-alcoholic. We did the Heineken zero point zero. Oh, yeah, the non-alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't count. No. Yeah. And that was John, and John's not here anymore for a reason. We fired him over that crap. Uh, no, no, no. We did. Uh, we did the Brens. Brens was in a green bottle, right? Was it? I think oh, it was, was a Brens with benefits. <laughs> Brens with that benefits. That was a good ad. Yeah, I like yes, that one. Exactly. Go back and listen to our Brens episode. It was a. Uh, knockoff i guess competing with heineken and it, it turned out okay uh but i'd say this might be the first green bottle beer we've been trying since then i'll finally get to the name el presidente from the dominican republic which uh we'll talk about where it comes from and after that we're going to be working on some more guests for our, oh. our podcast we're, we're trying we're trying to get some other folks on here um, and it's so much fun when we have guests on here. We we have some very exciting guests lined up. Like I'm stoked. Uh, some guys that I've been no- I've known in the industry for a while that write about spirits, that write about beer. Another influencer, maybe a brewery owner or two. And we're gonna stick some nasty cheap beer in front of them. I feel like I'm being pushed out. <laughs> I th- no, I feel like I'm being pushed out because I'm the in- industry insider, and I feel like I'm gonna be in the balance seat because these guys are the true industry insiders. Oh, they're gonna I'm put you in their place. I'm just a poser, dude. I'm just All a right. poser. Well, make um, sure you let them get a word in, okay? Yeah. Hey, and and shout out to everybody. You know, we we th- this is being recorded. Two days after Hurricane Ian hit. Yeah, something we meant to touch on at the beginning of the podcast. I so. think it's best to hold off till now. I mean, yeah, we record our podcast. Yeah, we record our podcast. Uh, um, you know, um, ahead, you know, in the they're, past. They're in the past, we we record our podcast in the past. So at the time of this recording, uh, Hurricane Ian just tore through Florida. And uh, our hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to all the folks down and we, there. And we all do have Florida roots, despite yeah. the uh, saying that uh, roots don't grow in sand. You know, that's what I was always <laughs> well, they told. They do. And, and right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna toast with a seminal. I mean, a criminal. I mean, a seminal. Oh, oh, oh God! But I mean, we all do have roots. I mean, my I, and I went to school in Miami, Blaine at Florida State. Matt, you grew up partly in South Florida for. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, and and just this, you know, just to show how this hits home. My best friend lost his house to the storm. Mm. He lives in Naples on the water there. Lost his home. My dad has been stranded at the hospital in the villages, trying to get a helicopter transport to a specialty hospital for uh, you know a, a, a life threatening in uh, we call it injury, but a, a light life threatening 
illness, disease, I don't even know how to describe it. And he he was delayed in getting it because they were evacuating hospitals from the, the area impacted by the storm. So um, our, 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 our thoughts and prayers just got to everybody there and just quick recovery. Well said, well yeah. said. Uh, th- definitely thinking about all the folks in the Sunshine State where we have uh, gotten some of our uh, our swill. It's uh, Florida just happens to be a, a treasure trove yeah. of crazy stuff that we bring on this brewery. Mountain too. Dew. And, and, Mountain Dew. And craft beer, craft breweries are some of the, the first responders, to be honest. I mean, when the hurricane hit Wilmington, craft breweries were there helping the community out. Not just giving away free beer a lot of that, but having water. They filled up all their containers with water, um, getting food out. And so support your craft brewery, your well, local they, brewery they have, in this their time. Their facilities are huge. I remember, yeah. They're almost like staging areas. I remember right after the big earthquake in 1989 in San Francisco that um, Miller, one of them, would yeah. fill their cans with water. Yeah, so super cool. And that kind so, of a neat way how yeah. beer ties in. To you know, not just good times, but the real world and uh, yep. impacting folks in a good way, uh, and uh, so we're going to keep uh, having fun here on the podcast, and we thank all of our Florida listeners as well, and um, our and our Australia listeners, and yeah. our Australia listeners. And why uh, do you guys listen to us down there? Well, what's the? I want to know why. <laughs> like, ser- I mean, I we're awesome because and, and I'm maybe, on it. Maybe they don't have radio. You know, well, I, I ain't mad at it, but uh, no, I uh, think it's super duper cool. And, and, yeah, totally. And I know we've been uh, talking to all you out there. Uh, if you want to talk to us, email us at uh, goodswillpodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to goodswillpodcast.com and contact us there as well. And uh, we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear some suggestions on beers to try. Uh, we are all ears. Um, and if you uh, want us to try something, if you send us something, we will uh, definitely give you a shout out and thank you for it. And join us in two weeks for El Presidente. We'll see you then. Yeah.